Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Ah. Well, well, look who's back. Yeah, I'm just back from... Yeah, I know where you're back from. You come in here like a big shot, slamming your keys on the desk, walking around like you own the joint. Well, yeah, it's my house. Oh, well, excuse me. Look at who's here, the President of the United States. Uh, how did you actually get inside my house? Look at the fucking attitude on this guy, will ya? Coming in here like your top dog or something. Is that what you're telling me? Your top dog uh, around here? You know what? I am top dog around here. Now get your shit and get out of here. Oh, oh it's going to be like that, is it? Okay. I, I know when I'm not wanted. I'm just going to gather my things here. And I'm, I'm, I'm out of your hair. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. That was a barn door that closed the last time. I came in through the front normal door. He went out through the barn door. That's what happens. That's fun with sound effects. Welcome back. Today, I thought I would use that to illustrate a little bit about what goes on inside your head. Your head, your inner critic, your inner dialogue is kind of sometimes like an absurd bully. And it'll just kind of tell you all these obscene things, all these horrible, belittling things. And, you know, you would never treat somebody else that way, but you'll treat yourself that way in your own quiet, private moments. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about claiming that power, like I did in the random scenario there. Claiming your power, owning your power, knowing your value as an artist, and kind of quieting that brain a little bit. But it's not just about quieting your thoughts and your brain. I want to take this out into the real world because as artists, we're all trying to get our work out there, get it seen, have the value seen and understood, sell some artwork, affect people's lives. 
And you really can't do that without getting your work out in the public eye, whether that's online, social media, in a gallery, in an auction house, <clears throat> whatever, you name it, in a magazine, you know, everywhere. You could, you could be graffitiing on the subway. You're getting your work out there. Well, in this example, we're going to be talking more about getting your work in front of the people who also recognize value. So first step is owning your own value and understanding your value. And then once you do that, once you got your value, once you understand, like, you know what? Yeah, I am good. I have been doing this for a while. I do feel like I have some value to show to other people. I feel like my work is worth something. I feel like it's, yeah, I could claim $10,000 for a piece of art. That's fine. You know, yeah, sure. There are people out there who would love to pay that much money to hang my work in their place. So once you kind of understand and you've owned that, you've owned your own power and understood your own value, then it's all about going out and looking for other people who understand that too, who really understand your value. And this means kind of like weeding out the people who really don't matter that much. I think a lot of people get hung up on oh, I got to just get out in as many galleries as possible. I got to do shows, 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 shows. And you know what? I did that. I'm speaking from experience. Hundreds of shows in my back pocket and only a handful of those were actually really worthwhile. You know, sold some work, made some connections and, you know, furthered my career at all. Now, yeah, of course, some of those things you might not understand right away that this could lead to this down the road. Sure, there are examples of that. But I've done so many shows that were just completely a waste of time, a waste of energy, waste of mental power, physical, you know, physically draining. And I'd like to have some of those back. And I think at the time I was just like, oh, so look at my resume. I'll have more of my resume. Well, you know, our resume matters. Of course it does. But really the work matters. And really finding the people who really understand your work, that's what matters most. So you can take 100 galleries, 100 gallery shows that you've done where you've maybe sold 10 pieces, and I would trade all that for one or two people, whether it was an art dealer or an online art marketplace or a gallery owner who really gets your work and moves it and can like talk to people, can give the backstory about why you're work as a value. Oh, you like the work? Well, let me tell you a little bit of something about the artist just to kind of cement your purchase. Like, here's what he or she has done, or they, here's what they've done over the years. This is a gig that they took part in. This is a big collector that bought their work, so on and so forth. But just kind of giving them the backstory. This is what they go through in their personal lives. This is what this art means to them. This is why they're trying to get this out there and affect other people's lives. This person deals with climate change. Whatever it is, they just get your work and they know how to get it out there and sell it to people. They know how to close the deal. Because without that, you're really just kind of going out there, going from place to place and, you know, showing your work, making friends. That's fine. That's all good. Uh, you know, I like to have a balance of that. I like to go out and, and see people and, and socialize a bit and say hi and get inspired. That's all fine. But when it comes down to it and you're really trying to make a living doing this, it's just really about finding those people who really understand your value and know how to convey that value to other people, to other collectors, to people who are collecting for the first time, whatever, getting it out there in public places, getting it out there in certain businesses. That is what is really important at the end of the day. And I kind of liken it to like the newsletter thing, the importance of having a really good newsletter of actual fans. Like I think, I can't remember who said it, like 100 true fans. Well, it's similar on a newsletter. If you have like 100 to 1,000 true 
uh, art collectors and art supporters on your newsletter that really value your work and will come back and buy, that's really all you need. That could sustain you your whole career. So really that's about just, you know, finding some other people, some collectors who understand your value and will, you know, pull the trigger and do it again and be like, oh, let's check in on that artist, our friend artist, you know, Sally who in Michigan who does those wonderful whatever pet portraits. <laughs> I don't know. I just pulled that on my ass. But you know what I'm saying. Those 100, those 1,000 true fans, those handful or one even, one or two gallery owners, art dealers, managers, the people who really get you, that is what really matters and what is really important. So I'm kind of challenging us all. I've been lucky enough to have some people like that in my life. But really, the person who has really understood my own value is me. And I took the reins a bit and I decided, you know what, I'm going to start doing this and pushing this out there. And it worked. So maybe that person who understands your true value is yourself. Now, obviously, it helps to have some other people. And I've had some other people. I have like a gallery shock box who really gets me and has a great community and they understand my work. And I'm working with a new gallery right now that is looking really good. And this person, the gallery owner, really gets my work and is excited about it and wants to sell it. And that's a sign that they want to work with me, continue to work with me. And really, we have a relationship where we can sell some artwork and affect some people and really, you know, get some art into people's homes and beyond, you know, maybe just inspire people. So that's really what it's all about. And I know a lot of people say, and you're going to hear a lot of people say in your career, oh, it's just a numbers game. When it comes to the arts, when it comes to acting, when it comes to fine art, whatever it is, music, singing, uh, it's just a numbers game. And, oh, it's just pressure over time. And, yeah, that is true to an extent. It is pressure over time, and it is a numbers game. The more stuff you do, the more chances you have of making it. And you're throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall, and a couple things are going to stick. But I would just say be more mindful of the numbers you put out there. So just be more selective. It's a numbers game, but it's a selective numbers game. It's pressure over time, but it's selective pressure over time. You get me? So wait a minute. Am I telling you to not do shows, to not go out there and get your art with all these people and socialize with a bunch of different people and, you know, really just narrow down your list? You come in here and tell me to throw all this away and narrow down my list? Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, use your own judgment, but really time is finite. So we're trying to optimize our time. We're trying to get the most bang for our buck. We're trying to, you know, employ the 80-20 principle, 20% of the work that's going to get you 80% of the results, right? Now that might take a little bit of time to understand your own value and to understand what you're trying to sell first. And maybe you need to get your feet wet a little bit. Maybe you need to do some shows, a handful of shows, 10, 20, 30 shows to kind of get an understanding of what you're doing. But at that point, once you do, and once you've lugged your art around enough and maybe you haven't sold any work, maybe you just sold a couple of pieces, hey, hopefully you've sold a lot of pieces, but you'll just get kind of an understanding of what I'm talking about in most cases. You'll understand the value of what I'm saying. Trying to find those people who really just like, ah, the light bulb comes on. I get it. I know how to sell your work. I know what you're trying to do here. It makes sense to me and it has value to me and I'm going to convey this value to other people and collectors and we're going to move some product. We're going to move some product. 
we're going to move some paintings or sculptures or photography or photography photographs or whatever it is so that's what i'm trying to tell you today it's kind of along the lines of learning how to say no to certain things it's kind of a amalgamation of some of the things I've said before, but it's really important. And I just want you to understand and to recognize your own value, quiet that voice in your head and get down to business, finding those people who also value your work. So that's it for today. Really. I just wanted to do a little uh, brain dump of some of the stuff that I was just thinking about and getting inspired by and lots of stuff going on. I've got five new pieces in a show in Woodland Hills up here in the Valley at La Passion Gallery. I think I'm saying that right. I hope so. And so check that out. It is in Woodland Hills at The Village, actually. So check that out. Really excited about that new opportunity. Just had a great guest on, Mike Dubois. So go back and listen to that interview. He's been doing art for for eons and has worked with some of the biggest bands of all time. So that's a fun one, too. And keep your eye out for new things happening. There's always new things happening. So thanks for sticking around. And, you know, just keep your head up. Find those people who, who understand you and understand your value. And then you can come in here and tell me whatever the fuck you want. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful. So thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.